Peace, party people. Welcome back to Where My Killer Tape At, episode 121. For a couple of episodes, not coming up, but very soon, we, not I, decided to do a series where we recap and review different seasons of HBO's Insecure by Issa Rae. I have a very, 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 very special guest on here who you will be introduced to shortly that I will not name right now, who I should have had a long time ago. Also, it's going to be a lot of spoilers, so this is a first spoiler alert. Word. Check it out. Tape at B. Peace party people. Welcome back to where my killer tape at. Um, I know on all the news stuff, I didn't tell you who the guest was gonna be. It's a very, very special guest that I should have had here a long time ago. Um, and this is my lovely, lovely partner of over 20 years, uh Yatunde. What's up? Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm happy to be here. This is gonna be interesting. And it was actually it was actually, first of all, like I'm a Johnny come lately when it comes to insecure. So like we didn't have we didn't have cable, so I didn't watch it when it originally aired when it first started in 2016. So I saw all the stuff on Twitter. I saw the you know Team Daniel, Team Lawrence, et cetera, et cetera. And when we got HBO Max, um, of course my lovely partner watched it first, and then she she finally convinced me to do it. And then I wanted to do like a podcast episode where we go over each season because I I enjoyed it so much, I really did. So I'm a Johnny come lately. Just a warning, a spoiler warning. If you have not watched any of it, these next four episodes that we do focusing on this, we're going to be giving away a lot of spoilers. So if you didn't do that now, I'm going to put it in the show notes. So if you're listening to it now and we spoil stuff for you, don't be mad at us. All right. So we're going to go ahead and start. You want to go first with the uh, characters. Um, you pick one and I'll pick the other one. Okay. Um, so I'll pick, of course, Isa. And Isa is... Okay. Isa, um, she's like late 20s, um, kind of at a standstill sort of in her career. She's in this relationship with this dude who's not, who doesn't seem to be really doing anything. He's got potential, but he's not doing much. <laughs> and, and, then, and then she's got her best friend who... I'm uh, about to do her best friend. Oh, so, um, okay. So um, she's also the, the, the main characters is, is Isa. Played by Issa Rae, of course, and then her best friend Molly is played by Yvonne Orji. She is a, uh, uh, you know, a high-powered lawyer. She works at this big-time law firm. She kicks butt. She's the only black person in her law firm, I might add, and she's having problems in her single life. Um, and now you're going to talk about um, Issa Rae's boyfriend. Yes, Lawrence. Um, Lawrence, like I said. He's got potential. He seems, you know, like he's educated and all that. He, you know, he, he's got potential. Okay, what? Uh, but 
right now he's doing nothing but just laying on the couch, you know, not doing anything. So he, <laughs> he, look, he looks raggedy, you know, <laughs> haircut, you know, just nothing there, not fresh. Just he's just raggedy right now, you know. Working on this app called Woo Woo. Woo Woo. Yeah, he's working. <laughs> he's working on an app called Woo Woo, which I still don't know what Woo Woo was supposed to do. Um, but you know, he seems to be going through uh, some depression is what's mm-hmm. going on at this point. And then we're introduced to, and, and let me just say this, um, Molly and Issa are childhood friends. Um, and it, it seems like she met Lawrence um, while they were in college. And they also have these, these, this college crew. One of them um, is uh, Kelly, and she's played by Natasha Rothwell, the comedian, dope comedian. And she's the uh, a college friend. They met in college, and they like stick together. And she's the one, she's like the free will, you know, I'll fuck anybody I see, I'll try anything. She's free willing and she's always like, you know, I, I hate to say, use this term. She's like YOLO, you know, all the time, right? <laughs> and then the other friend is... Is Angela. Wait, no, is that her name? No. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, uh, Tiffany, sorry. Tiffany Dubois, played by Amanda Seals. And she's a very, like, bougie, very, you know... Uh, sometimes I look at those characters and say, "How are y'all even friends?" Because yeah, because you because they don't like, seem like they would be yeah, friends. Yeah, but I guess when you meet in college, you know, you overcome all those things. So Tiffany is very bougie. She's married um, to uh, Derek Derek Dubois, played by Wade Allen Marcus, and um, I like I like I like Wade because um, he seems very laid back. I think I like even though I don't like Tiffany. Um, I think like she's very like, you know, really uptight. Whereas, whereas, um, you know, her husband is very laid back. You know, oh, Derek she is ain't uptight. Laid. She's just very bougie. She's, I, she's, I think she's uptight too. She's all, uh, she throws him our airs, and and I think, you know, Derek is someone who's laid back. And he doesn't really do that. But so that's their that's their initial crew. Um, Lawrence has a friend who I think is hilarious. Chad. Uh, Chad. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, played, he's played by Neil Brown Jr. My problematic face. And he he is he is funny. Hilarious. Um, I love Chad. Yeah, even so he's complete trash. He is. He is. He's complete yeah. trash, but I loved him because he was just hilarious. And later on, we're introduced to Daniel. I'm Team Daniel, and played by Yolanda Well, who's who's been in a lot of stuff, and um, I, I like him. Period. But um, he's like somebody she knew in college as well. Uh, but he was High like. School. High school, excuse me, high school. But he wanted to be like a, a music producer when Issa was at one time a budding rapper, MC. So, and then they lost contact and they ran into each other again. So there, he's gonna he's gonna show up a lot as well throughout the series. Um, and there's other people like what I, the first thing I liked about the series is that she brought she brought everybody that she used in her YouTube series Awkward Girl. Yeah. So for example, that one dude that. He's a he's a, he a blood or he's a crip. He's a he's a blood. Doug Yoda, Doug, Doug Yoda, Yoda, Doug Yoda. Yeah, he's a blood, and he's played by Tristan Winger, who was in Awkward Black Girl. The, this quiet, and he silent was the, dude. the guy that couldn't that nobody could hear him speaking, you know. And I thought that was hilarious. And Issa works at this um, nonprofit after school program. <laughs> What's it called again? We got y'all. We got- <laughs> Forget. Like you climb that name so hard. I want to get the t-shirt. I'm gonna get the t-shirt. I think it is, I think it's hilarious. And and I and and you know this the you know the head, the CEO of that nonprofit 
is played by the same white lady she worked for in Awkward Black Girl. I can't remember her name, but um, I do have to mention that her co-worker, Frida, mm -hmm. is also a prominent character in the first two seasons. Um, and she's someone that kind of like really helps Issa out. Um, anyway, so we meet the, the crew in the season. We meet everybody. We learn about, you learn a little bit about them and what they're about. Um, and pretty much, I'm just going to say it's, it's about some late twenties, early thirties people who are dating and finding love in Los Angeles. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, one of the things that I loved about this show is that shout out to Issa cause she does this consistently. It's a show about black people, but they're navigating their black worlds. You know, it's, don't get me wrong. Like they work in, you know, in corporate America or nonprofit and they don't really spend a lot of time there. Um, but they're just navigating They're you know, they're going, they're, they're, you know, they're going to like museums with, you know, black exhibits, art places with black people, restaurants. So they're navigating a black world. And I thought that's really dope because oftentimes when we do have black protagonists, they're in, they're navigating the white world. Um, so, um, there's always this constant, you know, microaggressions. Um, Issa's really good at making things really, that's what makes her a dope writer. Um, if you, if you watch Awkward Black Girl, she's really good at making even serious things be real funny. Um, and you laugh about it. Uh, but I like the way that she deals with it. So thank you for letting me watch it with yeah. you. She's seen the whole thing and then she made, she, yeah, I, she I watch watched it. it again. It was so good. I just, I binged it the first time I watched it and I feel like because I was working while, while watching it, I didn't really, I got the gist of it, but it was great to watch it all over again and get to see all the little subtle details that I missed the first time. And it was, it's just a, I mean, the characters just get into you. They get under your skin. Like they get in your, I don't know how to describe it. They, they feel real. They feel like a part of, like, they feel like people, you know, you know, mm -hmm. so, it, you know, when it was over, I was just like, oh, my God, what am I going to do now? My friends have moved away. <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself, you know. And even though we're we're older than that generation, and I think that's why at first I wasn't super pressed to see it because I was like, oh, they're a good decade younger than us. What are we really going to have in, in common with these characters? But. No, it, that that literally did not matter. It was like reliving part of your youth and seeing, you know, seeing them become, you know, seeing them like go through uh, all the things, even though you're grown technically at that age, you're in your 20s, you're grown, but you're not grown, grown yet. And just seeing them going through the steps it takes to really fully getting grown. So I, I love that about it. And I, and I think, again, that attests to Issa and Larry Larry Wilmore, because he's the co-writer. It attests to their writing because um, you would think that, oh, these are late 20s. You know, we're again, we're more, almost more than a decade older than the characters. But if the writing is good, it's going to draw the audience in. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like Awkward Black Girl, all 20s, like fresh out of college. But the writing is so good, you kind of like overlook that. Um, and again, I, for me, you know, bouncing off of what you said, for me, there are characters in there that I like, there are people that remind me of people that I knew when I was younger um, or, you know, my, sometimes myself, you know, like some of the decisions that they made. Um, I thought that was really dope. Um, now we're going to get into, you know, we're going to get into the team Daniel, team Lawrence thing later, right? <laughs> <laughs> but what we're going to do is we're going to try to recap each episode and, um, for episode one, season one, um, 
we, we learn about Lawrence and Issa, the problems that they're having. They, they give us that background. We learn about Molly. But I think the situation is they go they go out. Molly and Issa goes out to this open mic. Mm-hmm. And that's when she runs into Daniel. Mm-hmm. And then she has that song. She has a, she has a freestyle. <laughs> Broken Pussy. Broken Pussy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought. And I, again, Issa's funny because throughout. Throughout, she does this thing where she she has to rap before she does something like she's gonna do something really big. She'll do a rap in front of a mirror, and I thought that that's something that she got from Awkward. Bla- she did an Awkward Black Girl. It's Mirror Bitch. And Mirror Bitch, yeah. And then <laughs> she also does this thing where when something happens, she imagines herself doing what she really wants to do, but then she then you like, oh my god, she did it, and then it goes back to that exact situation where she's sitting in, and she does the complete opposite. Of of what actually she should have done, you know. So and I love, I just love those little details. I think those little details really make the show go go forward. So anyway, she does this, she does this, <laughs> she does this uh, rap, and it's of course people recorded and put it on YouTube. Um, now we also learn about her, her the nonprofit she works at, right? We got y'all, and she's the only black person there, and there's a lot of tension because a lot of her coworkers don't really care for her. You know, um, and she's been there for five years and hasn't really made any waves. Um, and her, the, the CEO, I don't want to say CEO, but the director, the director, that's what I want to use, director of what um, we got y'all. She sees, I don't know if she sees potential in her or she's just, mm-hmm. fra- you know, patronizing her because she's black. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's always saying, I know you could do better. I know you could do well. I know you could do well. So she kind of encourages um, Issa to you know to do something to have that breakthrough, but you could tell she's at that point in her life where she's like, "What am I doing? This is not really what I want to do." Right. You know. So um, that happened in the first episode. In the second episode, you want to talk about the second episode? Uh, yeah. So in the second episode, um, you know, they're just kind of going through things. Like in the you know, going back to first episode, um, you know, Issa goes to the open mic. And she performs this song, which causes a big, huge fight with Molly because Molly took it as, oh, you're telling the world my business. And um, even though I didn't really, you know, I saw where she was coming from, but I didn't think it was a big deal. No one knows. No one knows who the song's about. So in the second episode, they're still kind of fighting a little bit, and but they kind of made up. And then she goes home with Molly uh, and she's avoiding Lawrence because... Uh, he what what it was in the first episode, he didn't really do anything for her birthday. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Her birthday, yeah. he didn't. You know, he just laid around the sofa and he was like, "Oh, let's go uh, to I forget like convenience store or something." And she was like, "Really, really, nigga? You know, it's my birthday. You know, he didn't really want to do anything because again, I think he's going through a bout of d- depression here. So." Um, she's like, man, I don't even know. I want to break up with him. She was going to break up with him, but she didn't bring herself to do it. So she's kind of avoiding him. And then, uh, they have a little run in at the right age. She's buying underwear, cause, which is real. Like she had run out of clean underwear. <laughs> and so she was trying to buy new underwear when she sees him. He's like, oh, really? You're trying, you weren't even trying to come home, you know? Uh, meanwhile, um, uh, Molly, she had met this dude, Jared, who... Played by know, Langston. Yeah, yeah, my boy, funny, Langston. Funny, Langston Hughes. Not Langston I mean, Hughes. not Langston, <laughs> Langston Kerman. Oh, Langston God. Kerman. Yeah. Um, 
so she she had met him but you know she was like not really checking for him but um she later runs into him um and she kind of connects with him after a disappointing date uh, but eventually, Issa returns home and apologizes to Lawrence. That was at the end of season uh, episode two. Like she kind of went back, and was like, "All right, you know." Which I get that because you know you're like still trying to figure out: should I stay in this relationship? Should I not? You know, she was all determined to break up with him, but she doesn't. And then she goes back, but they don't really address you know what's really going on. They're just kind of like, okay, back to what we were doing. Okay. So I'm going to jump into episode three. Good job, by the way. Good synopsis. Um, So, you know, like she was saying, Lawrence and Issa are like, they're just coasting. They're just like, you know, they're not addressing the real problem. They're going along. Um, But then he admits he's going to take this job as kind of like a Best Buy almost, right? Mm -hmm. It's like take this job. And that's when we get introduced to Bank Bay, right? No, you got to say it right. It's Chase Hope. Man, bank pay. Like anyway, like Chase Hope. <laughs> bank pay. And, and and it's this uh it's this young lady who works at the bank and she clearly she's attracted to Lawrence. He doesn't really know that she's attracted to him. He doesn't get that he doesn't get that. Um but he oh, he tells her all the things that are going on in her life and she listens. So but she's always encouraging him to do better. So um we meet her and he tells her, you know, I got the job right across the street. Was it across the street from where she but it was nearby where she worked at. Um yeah. so let you know, keep that in mind. Um, um, Molly does have an attraction to Jared, which I like Jared. I like Jared. Um, but she brings him to a party to meet her crew. And then that's when she learns that he didn't go to college. Cause as everybody's bringing up what college they went to, he's like, oh, I didn't go to college. So now Molly got problems. You know, and Molly's like, I don't know. Renta Bay cause he they, works at Enterprise. He, yeah. He works at Enterprise. So yeah. So, um, so she feels like, you know, Jared is a loser. Um, I'm mad about that cause Langston is my dude. So like, <laughs> so, um, she decides, like, you know, I, you know what, I'm not going to mess with him no more. So she kicks him to the curb. And she gets accepted into this app, this dating app called The League. And it's like, you got to, like, apply. And you got to wait three months. And they put you on a waiting list. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be, like, the cream of the crop of the dating pool in L.A. So you're going to meet men or women that make X amount of money, that have X amount of accolades. that, And it's called The League. So she gets, it, she gets, in, she gets into it. Um, and immediately drops Jared. And yeah, immediately drops Jared. I, I did say that. Um, and um, at the same time, at uh, Molly, not Molly, Issa's job at uh, We Got Y'all, what happened is in the previous episode, she was supposed to do this presentation. And she's like, all right, I'm going to do this presentation for this idea. She doesn't actually like do the outline for it over the weekend. She doesn't work on it at all. So like, Monday, she it. tries to wing it. <laughs> and it doesn't work as well as she had planned. But she throws it. She wants to do like this beach day for the kids. Now again, uh, we got y'all as like an after-school program, um, and they have different they have different um, locations throughout LA in quote-unquote underprivileged schools. So um, you know, Issa goes to this this uh, not Issa. Oh my God, Molly goes on a date on the thing, and um, it doesn't work out as she planned. Um, and she goes, she actually goes to visit Jared. We, that's how we're gonna jump into episode four. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. Okay, so. Um you know that that first date from the league guy didn't. She goes on a couple of bum dates, you know, but then she meets um, this guy. Wait, let me make sure this is the right one. Um, that she she doesn't meet that dude in this episode. You're talking right. about homeboy um, from yeah, yeah. Um, all those movies. Oh my Classic god! Classic man. No, wait, no. My man from Black Panther. Um, 
Oh, right. No, that's much later. That's much, much later. Much yeah, later. yeah. No, no, yeah. I'm talking about um, Jadena. Um, oh, yeah, she meets Jadena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, that, I'm trying to remember if this was this episode. I don't think it later. was in this episode. It was later. Anyway, she's been on a couple of bum dates with these dudes that on paper they look good, mm-hmm. but, you know, they're still just as trash as any dude you go meet on the street. You know, they just got money. So, um, so, so far it's not looking up. Um, and then meanwhile, Issa, uh, she's, she's still kind of, I don't know if, uh, yeah, she had, Daniel's still kind of in the background. And this is where I thought, okay, no, why do you do this? I, that, this is a red flag. You know, he shows up at her job after the time. You're talking I about think, Daniel, right? Yeah. Dan, yeah. Like, so when they last, when we last saw Daniel, um, she, you know, it was after the whole broken pussy incident, you know, now, which he convinced her to get on that stage. You know, that's the thing with Daniel. He's always, he pushed her to do things, but was it really a good thing? You know, she wasn't, she didn't want to go up on that stage. He pushed her to get on the stage. She gets on the stage. He didn't really push her. Which results in this fallout. He asked her, she said no. He asked her again. She said, yeah. If he didn't really push her, she... Well, anyway, yeah. neither here nor there. But, <laughs> so, you know, last last we saw him, like, they weren't... I know, I think that, that was when they were in the car, and he was like, I'm not really looking for a relationship. She was like, what the fuck? You know, like, I, I'm in a relationship right now. That's not what I'm talking about. So they hadn't really seen each other since then, and this dude just rolls up at her job. And I was just like, what are you doing? You know that's red flag on the plate no so he shows up at her job and just kind of like okay no so uh frida sees him finds out he's in music and she's like oh you can get him for our art segment because the person we had dropped out which that for their career a, day yeah 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 okay i see why why they did that to kind of introduce that connection but i still thought you know that was a flag on the plate like that that was a red flag right there like no you don't just roll up to my job i don't know you like and, that and, and i'm gonna say this I, i'm not defending that act but he he did try to hit her up and she didn't respond yes what she tell you she, know she didn't respond move on you know so but um, i mean for the writing aspect of the show i'm not saying it's right, right but for the writing i didn't want her to keep that story going right but anyway so um so she meets uh that's when she meets Jadena, mm-hmm. which I Molly was, meets Jadena. Yeah, yeah, Molly. Uh, and, you know, they kind of connected because they're both lawyers and she's, you know, by now the job. Oh, they've got this new in, this uh, intern at Molly's, at Molly's job. Mm-hmm. And she's loud and just she, she's her full self. Let's just say a black uh, a black lady. She's her full self. She's, you know, she's in law school. She's clearly brilliant, you know, but. She hasn't learned like the workplace culture and you know, she doesn't coach switch. switch. Yeah, she doesn't coach switch. switch. Yeah, yeah. So, and Molly had seen her and pulled her aside and tried to be like, Hey, you know, you might want to watch, you know, what you're doing around here. And she quickly shut Molly down, like, Well, I didn't coach switch when I came here. So, when I was in an interview and I got in, uh, basically, shut, shut up, mind your business. So, now by now. It's clear that she's not fitting in the culture of the place and her bosses, Molly's bosses have asked her to speak to the girl, basically go, you know, go black talk her, I guess, you know, get her to calm down. 
And, you know, she feels some type of way, which I would too, you know. I can say, you know, she had already done that on her own. Mm -hmm. And the girl shut her down, which the bosses didn't know. But at the same time, you know, you're asking the only black girl that's a full, like, employee here to go talk to the only black intern. It just, mm, it doesn't look right. So anyway, she's confiding in Jadena about this. Like, I really don't know what to do um, and all that. So then, meanwhile, the video of of her, of Issa comes out of her rapping the Broken Pussy song. And but the kids, meaning the kids, yeah, the kids, the kids find at, the, out, at, at what and at, you know, gotcha. middle school kids are the worst. <laughs> We've taught middle school; they are the worst. They're not. They're, they're awesome. They're no, awesome. They're terrible. Little they're friends. great. They're not. They're they <laughs> are awesome. Kidding. They just they just are. You know, I love I love them because they're not they're not that self aware yet. So they're mm-hmm. uninhibited. So they're gonna do what they want and do what they do, and they're just kids. Well, so, that's one way to put so it. the kids saw the YouTube video because Daniel's like, "Yo, she could rap. She could. She got bars." And they were like, "Oh, they, they, they searched it, and sure enough, Broken Pussy came up, and they started rapping her song." <laughs> oh, and this is at the, um, at the career day. Career day. Yeah. So okay. So now they've done career day. Daniel has come through. After you know, uh, yeah. So we've done career day. Okay, you're next. And so um, she's Issa's freaking out about the YouTube video. So of course she goes see Molly, her lawyer friend, and Molly's like, "I'll look into it." Um, but the the cool part is that um, Lawrence actually fixes it. Yeah. You know, because Lawrence exactly, is the computer guru. Because Lawrence be looking. Yeah, up. Lawrence Lawrence actually fixed it like really quick. Just reported it to YouTube and they took it down. And it was like that simple. Um, so that's what happened there. Um, so no, I'm about to get to, I'm about to get to that. I'm about to to get to that. So, um, you know, there's an engagement party. Um, Molly takes, takes, um, you know, from her coworker who's a, who's Asian is marrying a black dude. Mm-hmm. And she brings Jadena with them. Why can't you look like Yeah. <laughs> That's she <laughs> I forgot about that. She should, she said she tells um uh, Molly that the entrance the intro to the wedding party song um is gonna be black and yellow, black and yellow by <laughs> by what Yeah, she wants it to be her black fiance is like no. Yes. <laughs> you know. I'm just like you stupid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I did skip a bunch of parts, but mm-hmm. I just wanted to point out that that's Lawrence. I'm not I'm not a Lawrence fan, so but I'm gonna give a props for props is due. Um, so what happens is Molly gets to a beef with her with Jadena because he's like, you know, I I get it. You brought me to this party so that you can see that you're winning. Like you want to show your well, you want to show your that you got go back to when she asked him. She asked him to come to the party. He was like, well, you know, I'm busy. I have this big case, and she just kept. Come through, hammering, come through, hammering, yeah, yeah. Hammering, like you should come. It'll be fun. You should totally come. And he's giving her all the vibes, like mm, I don't really want to, mm-hmm. but she keeps hammering about him coming. And so he's like, okay, I'll let you know. So anyway, go ahead. No, but he, do, but he does, I, he does show up. And I don't, I don't think like I think Jadena's character, he's like another laid back person, you know. Whereas Molly is like, you know, a little bit too much. He's more like, ah, you know, I'll go with... He seems like somebody that's like, I'll go with the flow. Mm-hmm. So he goes. But what I like about him, too, is that he's very honest. You know, he reminds me of a, the dude she ends up dating later on. He's just very honest. He's very open. Um, he's cool. He's, he, you know, he, he'll go with the flow, but he's going to let you know, hey, this is how I feel. And he does it at the party, 
where he's like, I know why you got me here. You want you want to look good in front of your coworkers. I get it. Cause he's he he says I'm her new boyfriend or whatever, and she's like, really? Yeah, yeah. You know, and she you know instead of just saying, oh, okay, great, you know, thank you or whatever, not thank you, but instead of just going with the flow, she has to pick. She picks it apart mm-hmm. and is like, did you mean that? What you know, just. And then he's like, well, it seemed like you just really needed a win. And I was trying to make you look good. And I was just like, wow. Meanwhile, on the Issa front, she goes to the studio with Daniel. He's a producer. Um, and he, he says, yo, do a freestyle in there. And one thing leads to another. And they have hot sex on the dirty leather couch. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then Molly is upset with, you know, Jadena. She leaves and she goes to Jared's apartment. He, she's drunk. Um, and he lets her sleep on the couch. Um, you could tell he's not happy, but at the same time, he didn't want her being out there drunk. Um, so, and then that ends that episode there. Mm-hmm. So, so of course, so now Issa is feeling real guilty, and she, she becomes a super girlfriend. Uh, you know, she's feeling real guilty about cheating on Lawrence with Daniel. Um, so, you know, she's doing all the things, cooking all the food, and he's like, oh, wow, this is great. Meanwhile, he's already got the Best Buy job, and homegirls just throwing it at him. The throwing it at him, yeah, yeah. Just throwing it at him. He's Bank like, B. nah, Chase Hope. <laughs> Bank B. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, nah, nah. And he's like, nah. You know, she showed up. You know, titties hiked up to the heavens, and to skin tight jeans and four inch heels. And he was like, nah, I got a girlfriend. You know, so he's, he, you know, he could have, he could have had his pick, but he's like, nah, I'm good. Um, because things are going fairly well now, but, but they but, still haven't addressed their their underlying issues. But they can, seem to be in a good place. Can I say this? I don't think Lawrence peeped it until she did that. You know what Probably. I mean? Probably. You know, because I mean, she mentioned his girlfriend before. Yeah, but what I'm saying is he didn't realize that Bank Bay was attracted to him. Chase Hope. Until <laughs> that 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 actual point when she came to his job, mm-hmm. like that was like you could see on his face he was like. Oh shit, she's feeling me. And he then he just saw her as somebody that was friendly, being mm-hmm. friendly with her. And and she, but she was consistent. It was clear from the jump that she was feeling him. Mm-hmm. Um that she was throwing herself at him even before he got the job at Best Buy. Mm-hmm. So like it wasn't Best Buy though. I know I keep saying yeah, Best he Buy, got, but he got he was working at Best Buy. At Best Buy? Okay. Yeah, I thought it was like Best a Buy. fake Best Buy. You no, know how they be doing Best that? Buy. Like, okay. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. So, okay, a lot happens in episode six. So mm-hmm. um so after she spent the night at Jared's apartment, um, you know, they end up getting together and, you know, things are good. Oh, know? yeah. Yeah. He's a good dude. You know, he works at Enterprise, you know, but of course she has that thing where, oh, he didn't go to college. He doesn't have a high power career, but she's willing to overlook that or whatever. So, um, so they're dating and then that's when they go to that party. Wait. No, 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 no. no. This okay, no. So there was a they fundraiser talking. party. Yeah, they were talking in his they were apartment. Talking, yeah. And he Her reveals apartment. yeah, he reveals that he once had a sexual encounter with a guy when he was um in college. Mm-hmm. It was a friend of his and he was like, Oh yeah, after that I realized that that was not for me. I do not want that life and it's never happened again. But she's seriously triggered by this and she's just like, Oh my god, he's gay. He- yeah. Even though, you know, he said that's what made him realize that that was not for him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's having trouble, like, getting over that, you know. 
Um, and then meanwhile, uh, Issa and Lawrence went out for a date. Uh, it, everything's going great. Then they, they go to a jewelry store and she he has her try on engagement rings and she freaks all the way out because she's remembering what she did with, with Daniel. And he's just like, what is going on? And um, so... She goes, they go back home. Mm -hmm. They have sex, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then that's when he sees the text from Daniel. Because he, yeah. yeah, he, yeah. he was still trying to get a hold of Issa. Yeah, so, you know, he gets up and, you know, sees her phone lit up and it's a text from Daniel. But, you know, he didn't trip. He was just like, he just... He, you know, he didn't like say, hey, who's Daniel? You know, he just quietly was like, oh, okay, that's her business or whatever. Um, and then meanwhile, Jared and uh, Molly, you know, Molly's still majorly tripping about this. She's just, she breaks up with him because she's like, I can't handle the fact that he once had a homosexual experience. So, um, and this is when she tells, um, Issa tells Molly about her and Daniel and Molly is like, look, just move on. Don't don't say anything. Which I agree with this. And a lot of people are like, oh, I'll be honest. Be no, 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 because you are just gonna unleash a bunch of men. And I know people are gonna be surprised that I feel this way. But I think that if it's not, if it didn't mean anything to you, and it's not something that you're gonna continue with, it's <gasps> what? No, 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 no. I, I, you, I, like I didn't know you, you would should, feel that way. I yeah, honestly didn't know that. I think you should keep I, that shit to yourself. You know, I honestly didn't know what you. are you trying to accomplish? You're just gonna hurt the other person. You know, if you're not, if it was a one-time thing, it's not something that would happen again. I honestly now, didn't know you felt that way. I honestly didn't. Yeah, know. yeah. I, I'm like, look, you, all you're doing, you want to relieve yourself. You're trying to relieve relieve your guilt. Is all you're doing, and then that shit comes out and it blows up in everybody's face. It's no good. But I, in this case, I think that it set off a chain of events that helped propel them to where they needed to be ultimately, mm -hmm. to be good for, to each other, to be better for versions of themselves. I, so I think it's something that let, let's get let, let's happen. get into that later on. Let's let's finish okay. the recap because because right. I, I do want to address that. Okay. Um, so you see the text. So now we're going to go into episode seven. Now, uh, in episode five and six, Issa was tasked with um, doing a fundraiser for um, for uh, We Got Y'all. So they, they, she finds this house. She does a really good job. She organizes. She invites all her friends and everything. Um, and and um, well, at the same time, Lawrence gets this job offer, a really good job offer at this really good up, this really good startup, up and coming firm, the tech firm. He gets he gets his job there. Really dope. Um, and but he he does tell Issa that he's he doesn't know because he wants to work on woo woo you know whatever that is woo woo like <laughs> his app right but Issa's like yo take take it and you could just work on your app you know on the you know on the side so they do the fundraiser um, she invites everybody and then um, of course Daniel shows up he arrives over there now Molly trying to be you know she's trying to play Captain Saberhole so she, she intercepts him and right. she's like yo man get out of here you know what I mean. And like you need to leave her alone, whatever, whatever, whatever. So then Molly needs to get into an argument. Molly leaves. Um, Molly goes to Jared's house, but Jared's like, man, get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> rightfully so. Rightfully so. Um, um, Lawrence asks Issa about Daniel because he was there. He didn't know he was going to be there. And then she admits that they had sex, mm -hmm. right? So that yeah, that's like he, um, he kind of he knew. 
Yeah, he, once he when saw, he saw him at the fundraiser, he kind of knew because yeah, when he saw her, uh, when he saw her uh, Molly talking to him, it clicked. It clicked. Yep. Yep. You know, like yep. oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's who that that's Daniel. That's Daniel. Yeah, like yeah, and and why is he here? Clearly, he has a history mm-hmm. with Issa um, that he wasn't privy to. Mm-hmm. So yep. So then we go to the final episode of the season, episode eight. Yes. So now the shit done hit the fan. Yep. And uh, Lawrence is big, big mad about Daniel as he should be, you know. And um, so, like, how do I say? So, um, she, I lost my train. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence was big mad about the about yeah. the about the affair. Mm-hmm. Oh, so now um, Issa and Molly are fighting now because, you know, they, they had some words. Uh, be, oh, so what happened was Mo- uh, Molly had run into an old college friend who used to be a hot mess, you know, used to be drunk and acting a oh, fool. Oh, yeah. And she's talking about how she's got herself together now and she's doing therapy and things are going well for her. And so M- Molly is relaying this to Issa at the party. And Issa, Issa just casually mentions, hey, you know, that's not a bad thing. Maybe you should try it mm-hmm. or something, which I thought I didn't think was a bad comment. But no, I thought it was good advice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's like, in light of everything you've been through, you know, with all these men, you maybe it maybe it would be good for you to try it. And she goes slam off like, are you saying I got issues? And they start poking at each other's mm-hmm. shortcomings and da da da. So they have this big blowout. Um, and so then, you know, now after, um, Issa gets home and reveals this to, you know, her cheating with Daniel to Lawrence. So now she's on the outs with her man and she's on the outs with her best friend. Meanwhile, they already had this, uh, uh, Kelly's birthday trip planned Mm -hmm. to Malibu. Yeah. Yeah. To Malibu. So they, you know, they were, so it's kind of really awkward. The four of them are out there. Now, uh, Kelly and, uh, what's her name again? I was Tiffany. Tiffany. They're, they're like tight and Issa and Molly are tight, but together they form a quad. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're kind of like something funky kind of going on. Cause, uh, usually when they would do a girl's trip like that, Issa and Molly would be, They'll show up together. They'll show up together or share a room or whatever. And Molly can't seem to get far enough away from Issa. So it's kind of funky. And um, so they, you know, the whole time, like Issa is trying not to reveal that her and Lawrence broke up over the cheating. But uh, Tiffany already knows because uh, her husband, uh, Derek, talks to Lawrence. Lawrence, yeah. So he already knew the deal, but she didn't let the cat out of the bag till they were in the pool or the hot tub. And, you know, they're talking, words start flying. They kind of, Tiffany and Kelly kind of gang up on Molly when she brings up the whole, I think, I think she brought up the therapy thing. I don't remember. Um, but well, she kinda, was, she was criticizing Issa. Mm-hmm. And but they were like, but you have issues with yeah, men too, she's like, like you know, I'm yeah. gonna be new Molly. Yeah, and so they were like, like, how are you new yeah. Molly when you're doing the same, same thing things, you've yeah, always so, done? Yeah. So you know, Issa jumps in to defend her, and then that's when it comes out um, that Issa and Lawrence broke up, and instantly, you know, she feels bad for for Issa and all this stuff. So Issa goes and uh, or 
was it Lawrence finally calls her because he's been ignoring all her calls. calls. He's not answering Mm -hmm. her calls, nothing. So Lawrence calls her. Uh, He's at a strip club, and I guess he's like, damn. With Chad, right? Yeah, Chad, problematic fave, you know, because he's he's crashing on Chad's uh, couch this time. So he calls her, and she's like so happy, and he's like, yeah, we should talk when you get back in town. But, of course, she jumped the gun. After she got, she was like, well, I'm out of town this weekend, but if you want to use the place, you can go there because I know, you know, staying with somebody is hard or whatever. So um, we see him go into uh, their apartment and we're like, oh, okay, yeah, he's going to stay there. And she's like, yes, I'm going to go surprise him. Instead of waiting. Yeah, big mistake because she she gets Molly to drive her uh, back home. And she gets there, and he had already taken out all his clothes and left his keys. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I didn't see that coming. Like, I mean, I knew they broke up. Thank you, Twitter. But <laughs> like, but like, I didn't see that coming. Like, that was such a like. I like how they ended the season. Yeah. Instead of it being like this big blowout, it was like it was very subtle. It was like, well, I'm, you know, we. He said we should talk. I'm thinking they're gonna go to the apartment and talk, and but talk no, and get back together. But no, nope, he, he when she pulled up, he was gone. He was gone, so he was hurt mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't blame him at all. I don't, mm-hmm. again, I don't blame him at all. But so I, I want to go back. So we're gonna go back because you're because you're no, 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 because we're gonna talk about t- Team Daniel and Team Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, the the reason why I was like, the reason why um, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm, oh, I'm tripping that you what you was like, oh, this is how I feel about the the, mm-hmm. the trist because it wasn't an affair. It was just mm-hmm. right. It, I'm not tripping on that. I'm just saying that. I felt like their relationship was over a long time before we started seeing them on the show Mm-mm. and like everything had died out. Mm-mm. And instead of them just being honest with one another and saying, Hey, I think we're done. I think everything's cooked. It's, it's a rat. She ended up, which happens a lot. This actually happens a lot in real life. People come to the end of the road and it, it wasn't a bad relationship where they were beating each other up and cussing each other out and abusing each other. It's just that it was done. And instead of just instead of just saying we're done, somebody steps out or somebody does something really stupid, and I think that's what happened in this case. You know, I disagree. Okay, um, I think that we met them at a low point in their relationship. That doesn't mean that their relationship was over. They clearly still loved each other very much. They were just at a low point because he was going through a bout of depression. She was stagnated in her career and not doing anything. It was just a low point. I don't think the relationship was over by any means. They've been together a long time and not saying that you should stick with it because you got years in, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't see that their relationship was over. He still he loved her and she loved him. But she he was going through something and she didn't know how to handle it. You know, uh and and you know, I had said previously that Oh, you know, should have kept it to themselves. I feel that because of who it was, Daniel. This dude crazy. Okay, Rolling I don't up, think I don't think he's crazy. Her job, I don't think he's I crazy. Think he wouldn't have. It, it wouldn't have gone softly into that good night. He would have kept rearing his head, and he would have made sure that it came out. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. In reality, that doesn't work. You know, pulling exactly. up at somebody's job, but. 
I hate to be this way, but that's just how TV Hollywood is. Rom-com, oh, I don't like so it. You can make an allowance for that, but you can... Because I like... And, and, and I'm going to tell you why. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Because like I like Daniel. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm being hypocritical. You know what I'm saying? But I like Daniel because Daniel brings out things in Issa that she continues to press down. But he really brings... No, I don't, he, he, I don't. He brings out this creative... He brings out this Issa that is not awkward. He brings out this Issa that is not... That is not, you know, second guessing herself. He brings out this Issa that's, you know, I don't want to say powerful, but that's really dope and that's well, really, we know you know, your track awkward. record on matchmaking. So yeah, I know I'm really bad at that, but yeah. that has nothing to do with that has nothing to do with watching the show. That's nothing. That's <laughs> yeah, but that's you're gonna pick the wrong one every time. No, I just think I, I like Team. Da I like Daniel. You I like, like him. Daniel because you know what? I don't know why, but yeah, because okay. I just said I explained yeah, why. Yeah, okay, he brings out. Um, he brings out this creative side of her. I don't think that was... I don't think that Lawrence represses that. I, I, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that he does. I'm just saying that that he's not the dude to bring that out to her. You're not bringing that but, out of her. You know I mean, what I'm saying? But that's something you got to bring out of yourself. You know, he might have... Now, she was always rapping, you know... In the mirror. In the mirror. In the but mirror. she didn't really want to I, I that sing in the shower. Me. I don't sing. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I sing in the shower notice, all the time. If you notice, she didn't really want to do that Do that on the open mic. He pushed her. Again. I don't think he the, pushed her. Though. Again, in the studio, she wasn't there for that. He did push her in the studio, but I don't exactly. think he pushed her on the stage. I think, I think, her. I think the atmosphere was there. Like, like I think if I think like if I was there, I would have done the same. If somebody asked me, I'd have done the same thing because the atmosphere was there. Like, we're here, we might as well have fun. You know, well, I guess it's just that it came out as broken pussy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it came out as broken pussy. Like, oh, you know. My gosh. But um, yeah. I mean, I I don't see Daniel for her because he doesn't seem at a point in his life that you know if 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 she's looking to settle down, he doesn't seem stable enough for me. You know, he doesn't seem like. He's not that guy. He's just, he just is not, you know. And yeah, Lawrence went through his, his depression and, you know, just being on the couch and everything. But he started pulling himself together, you know, um, by the end of season one. But that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean that, um, that like, because I'm pulling myself together, now I deserve your love. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, and I'm not saying that. And I'm, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't put yourself together for someone's love. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't. I'm just saying that. Okay, now that I'm coming out of my funk, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And and I, that's how I look at it as because I look at it. I look again. I I, I I disagree with you about the low point. I just felt like from what I saw and from what everybody else saw, with the exception of Derek, um, it was done. Like it was it was just done. Like. Y'all been here, y'all ain't moving forward. Like it was just done. And I and I think it actually worked out for both of them as you see in the later seasons. Yeah, because it, they it, they went on and yeah. um became better versions of themselves. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you gotta break up and, and come back. I don't know, think I think I think once it's done, there. it's done. And it, and it's okay. Like they and I don't wanna spoil it, but they end up okay. really being cool. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that was dope. I think that was dope that they didn't like hold that hold what happened against one another um and i thought you know maybe it was best to be friends you know what i mean so like and i like that lawrence pops you know is is also continuously in the story mm -hmm. um they didn't and i'm glad they didn't 
give up his story because his incidents are funny as well. Chad is hilarious. Mm -hmm. So I'd have been mad if they didn't have Chad in it no more. Oh, so yeah, like, I love Chad. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. But anything else you want to address on, on, the, on the show, on the series? Uh, and I want to say real quick, too, real, real quick, I'm sorry, where we're going to see Molly and Issa going at each other consistently as the mm -hmm. seasons progress. Um, they're going to have their, they're going to fall out, you know, get back together, fall out, get back together. Um, and we're going to see that, you know, um, a lot in this, in this series. Yeah. And, um, you know, I guess I, we need to spend some time on Molly and Issa's relationship, you know, because the relationship with, between women sometimes can be fraught. That's something that I've been trying to balance myself all my life. I'm in a different uh, era of my life now, but at, during that at that age, it's like it's really hard, you know. And if you were to look at it on the whole, you're like, you might question why are these two even friends, mm -hmm. you know? Because it seems like every season there was some major blowout or another, you know. This is just the first season, so I won't discuss the others. But already in this in this these first eight episodes, they already had, let's see, one, two, yeah, I guess like two big blowouts already. Yeah, they had yeah, in this season, this episode yeah, season they had two big blowouts, yeah, yeah. You know. So it's kinda like, damn, you know and this reminds me of like And, and I wanna say this, I wanna say that the first blowout was at the open mic and you're right, it was it wasn't that much of a big deal, mm -hmm. but that blowout represents that there were other underlying issues mm -hmm. that we see happen later on when she says, hey, maybe you should go through therapy. Mm -hmm. and, and and it's so the issues are deeper. We don't know all of the issues until the seasons progress. But mm -hmm. that that scene demonstrated that that's why she blew up initially in the open mic scene. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so it was clearly underlying issues that they've never addressed. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I was going to like compare it or con not this is totally tangential but like on girlfriends which i don't people know. compare that they do compare yeah. they do compare like, the shows yeah. Tony childs and and joan to me it was kind of like why are y'all even friends like is yeah. it, are you friends because y'all know each other for each other long. so long and i think sometimes you have to evaluate that you sometimes you've had a friend for most of your life and but that friendship is not necessarily serving you anymore yeah, yeah but you're holding on to it because you have so many years invested and you gotta wonder i still i don't know the answer do you i, I do I, I do um one thing that we don't talk about in relationships um you know we you say communication we say but we never talk about consistency right we never talk about like the one reason is because if she looks at her life, the one constant person that was there other than her family was Molly, you know, and vice versa. You know, for Molly, it was Issa. And especially the major events like, you know, like graduating from high school, graduating, going to college, graduating from college, your first crush. Like all those big events that kind of like help shape you, they were there for each other. And I think, I, I feel you, if it's no longer serving you, you have to kind of like make a decision. But it's, I think you also got to weigh in the consistency, you know, and we're going to see in the other in you know, like, for example, at the last the last episode, she's like, I want to go see Lawrence, Molly, even though Molly felt like, you know, I don't know, she still drove her all the way back. And mm -hmm. it was supposed to be a party weekend where her friends that they had planned clearly right. weeks before. Yeah. So like that consistency is something is that person when you need that person, do they show up? 
Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, again, I wasn't. We, we don't. We're not privy to what happened before season one, but it's clear that they, and we'll learn later on, they've been homies for a long time and they've been there for each other. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that consistency is crucial and important. Yeah, um, and that and that's why it's kind of hard for people to let go of some friendships that no longer serve them. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's really hard, you know, when you've got years and years invested and that person knows your history, that's the yeah. person you can reminisce with about certain things that happen. It's it's almost like a marriage. Like I always tell people about marriage, it's really about having someone there to remember with you and for you, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's what those long-term relationships are someone to remember and and with you and for you and when you take that out it it's also really hard to build back up yeah you know, as, yeah especially as new. you get older yeah, it's with someone new yeah yeah it's really hard to yeah. to create that all over again you know you if you if you lose that you're never gonna get another one like that so you yeah. just do your best to try to try to fix it try and, to and as much it. as and as much as molly gets on my nerves i can see why they're homies even outside of that, they grew up in the same neighborhood. I, I can see that, you know, and like there's a, oh, I don't want to get into that. I want to get into that later. I don't want to get into that now. But there's something that I learned about Molly that I was like, oh, wow. It was kind of subtle in season one, but mm-hmm. she calls it out. I think in season two, she calls it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll talk about that when we get there. But um, and, and again, it goes back to the consistency thing, consistency thing that I talked about earlier. Like she's consistently there for Issa. We just don't see all those times mm-hmm. because financially Issa's not always there. So like, mm-hmm. but Molly is, you know what I mean? And um, one thing about friendships that and I, I guess, man, I didn't even peep that till just now. I didn't peep that till just now. Like um, when you're friends with someone, you don't do one ups, meaning you're not supposed to be like, well, I got this for your birthday. Yeah. You should have got me this for my birthday, mm-hmm. but you didn't. Or, you know, um, I did this for you on this day. I don't understand why you can't do this for me. You don't, you're not supposed to do that. Don't get me wrong. If that person is not, there's reciprocity, right? If that person is not, is only receiving, receiving, receiving from you, you should check them and say, hey, you know, you consistently receive, you don't give. You mm-hmm. should do that because reciprocity is crucial. But we shouldn't be in the business of saying, even in marriage, you shouldn't be like, well, I got you this. You should have got me that. Well, I did this for you. You should have done that. I can't, I don't understand why you don't do this for me. I did this for you. You shouldn't do that. And, and they don't do that, and there's and, and there's a reason for that because they're consistent. So you know, I'm gonna leave that alone. And with that. now yeah. I now I look back and I'm like, was Issa there for Molly as much as Molly was there for Issa? I'm not sure. But but again, Molly doesn't throw that in her face. I mean, that happens later on, so I don't yeah. want to get into that. But I'm just saying that a good friend wouldn't just you know. I'm not saying you're not keeping tabs. Yeah, you don't keep tabs. When I say reciprocity, it doesn't mean that if I buy you a Porsche, you should buy me a Porsche. Mm -hmm. Because what that means is, yeah, I might be the type of person that buys you a Porsche, but you show up for me in different ways that kind of equals a Porsche. But I'm not, Mm -hmm. no one should be sitting down and saying, okay, this is a Porsche and this is how much it's worth. You coming through for me here is worth half the Porsche. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should, but at some point you're going to notice, man, that somebody's receiving more than they're giving. Yeah. Take and take and take and you don't give really as much. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that, you know, then that becomes a problem, you know. Too deep. Too deep. But yeah, that's... But uh, but just like you said earlier, you get caught up in the the characters and you get like, and that's that's just a product of good writing and good acting. 
Because everybody in there, yeah. everybody in there does their thing, all the way down to Doug Yoda. Everybody in there <laughs> does their thing. And I think, again, it, it, coupled with good writing and good acting, it's going to be an awesome show, high, good quality. Um, and I'm going to say this about Girlfriends, and I'm going to leave it alone. I like Girlfriends, too. I think the writing on um, on Insecure is much way better. better. Yeah. Um, and the acting is way better. And the scenarios are way better. Um, mm-hmm. So I think I don't. People online have been comparing it, and they always compare it. And I think what you did was dope. I think what you did was a dope job. I'm just saying that I see a lot of people online comparing it, and I'm like, I don't think that's fair to both shows. Yeah, first you of know? all, they come out of totally different eras. Yeah, the yeah. budget may not have been there because with Insecure, we it's very, very, very well fleshed out. Very as well far fleshed surroundings, out. Surroundings, yeah. you know, like, you see very them intentional. Very intentional. Yeah, you see yeah. them outside. You see them throwing a show. You know all this stuff. You see them at the club with with girlfriends. It was pretty much limited to Joan's house. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and that's because of the budget and all that. Yeah, you know, so so yeah, I don't think that we can really um, compare the two. I don't think it's yeah. I don't think it's fair like yeah. I don't, to, to do that. You know, I think girlfriends is in his own class and and um, insecure is in his own class. But of course, she has the budget. Like um, they said online, Tony walked so so Molly can run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't have anything else, that's all I got. Yeah, that's yeah, that, that's so, pretty much it. This was fun. This was yeah, fun. This I, was I appreciate fun. this was fun. It, it wasn't as fun as watching it, but it was <laughs> it was fun. Like you know, because we yeah. I laughed a lot watching it. I laughed a lot. Oh, I love that. Show yeah, so, so much. um, so enjoyed it. And they they got one more season, so it's only gonna be five seasons. But um, but you know, shout out to Issa Issa Ray because. I think you should bow out when the going is good instead of yes, waiting it to I sputter agree. out. Yeah. You shouldn't wait till season 15 when yeah. it's stale. When it's stale, yep. You know, and yep. then be like, okay, we're done now. No, mm-hmm. kill it. Yep. So, yep. so all right. So, definitely, um, do you want to give out your social My media socials? details? I'm sure. Um, on all platforms, I'm at Yatunde. It's Y A Y T O O N D A Y. That's Yatunde, like, yay, tune day. Um, but um, my personal Instagram is Yetungez, Y-E-T-U-N-G-U-E-Z. Yetunde is my business, um, my business, uh, everything. So, um, what about the website? The website is once again uh, com. It's Y-A-Y-T-O-O-N-D-A-Y.com. And um, everything's going to be in the show notes. I'm going to put it all in the show notes. So if you miss it, you don't have to rewind unless you want to listen to the whole episode again. Um, we are going to do this again in a couple weeks. We're going to be doing season two. So that gives anybody who hasn't watched it time to watch season one and then season two. And let us know what you think. And we out. Peace. Yes, there you have it. Another episode of Where My Killer Tape At. You know where to find me. All my contact information. If you want to book me, you want me to come to your panel discussion, you can find it on the website, omisbench.com, O-M-I-S-Bench, B-E-N-C-H.com. The one for the official Twitter joint for the website is um, at Omis Podcast. That's O-M-I-S Podcast. If you just want to holler at your boy, um, at Dan Trezomi, D-A-N-T-R-E-S-O-M-I. Yo, please, please buy a coffee mug. Support the show, but put the link in the show notes. All right, y'all. Peace. Thank y'all, and I love y'all.